Hello, ladies. Before we get into today's episode, I want you to know about a little giveaway I am running. So if you have already seen this in your email, you can go ahead, skip forward to the episode. But if you would like to hear about it, just a couple of things and then you are entered and ready to go. So firstly, what am I giving away? I am giving away a 30-minute coaching call with me. And these coaching calls can either be via Zoom where we're actually looking at each other or just on audio so that we are only hearing each other if you're like, I would rather not do that. Um, And all we do is what you want to do for your health and fitness. We lay out what you need to work on, what is a good game plan. I like to call them the get your game plan coaching call because it's what you need to go forward and be able to implement it on your own. So we pack as much as we can into those 30 minutes and truly some clients will walk away with a new cleaning routine, a new workout routine, and they know exactly what they're doing, what day, and like a rough plan for nutrition going forward. Whereas others want to focus more on, they already have the routine set, but they really just want to know more what specific exercises they should be doing each day and how they should be looking at progressing. So it can look different for every person, but it really is just what you need to like sit down with a friend, but a friend that actually knows what they're talking about and getting your plan together, you know, getting it established for you. Of So you have something tangible to hang up from the call and walk away with. Like I can implement this tomorrow. I can take what Brittany's been saying through the podcast or through whatever content you've been, you know, receiving. And I can now like personalize this to me. I know from her what exactly she would be telling me to do. And I think it's a really nice little in-between for those who aren't ready to work together one-on-one or can't maybe can't invest in that right now, but gives you a plan. So I also want to say these are always available on my website. If you do just want to book one-on-one coaching call with me, you can also do that at any time. They are $20 for 30 minutes. I didn't want to make sure I didn't say it backwards. And Again, you walk away with this tangible plan, but how I am giving one away is a podcast review giveaway. So from now, from the time you are hearing this on this podcast up until June 26th, you can submit a written review on um, Apple Podcasts. All you need to do is go to the Fit Mom Life to the Fullest Fitness and Nutrition Podcast on Apple, scroll all the way down, and you can tap the stars. Also be careful. I had a friend once just tap one star because she thought she was going to tap each individual star up to five. And it's like, oh no, I think I just gave you a one star rating. However, she was able to fix it. So do know that the stars that you tap is like, that's how many stars you're giving just right from that first get-go. But uh, I would love if you, and so appreciate if you'd give a star rating take a second to write a written review. And then if you screenshot that written review, just email it to me at fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com. It takes a couple days for it to pop up in Apple Podcasts. So don't panic if you go to look at your own and it's not there yet. And so if you screenshot it and send it to me, then that's the easiest way for me to see it and know that you have done it. If you've written a review for me in the past, you can still enter. Thank you so much. Just screenshot it, send it my way, and I will pick the winner from those who have entered, and I will announce it on the podcast on June 28th. Okay, so just a little podcast review. I so appreciate it. It helps others to find this podcast and get the word out, and then I look forward to chatting with one of you on the Game Plan Coaching Call. Thank you so much, and enjoy the episode.
Hi there. Welcome to Fit Mom Life to the Fullest podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Ladies, welcome. As you can probably tell from the title of this podcast, we are having one of Brittany's good old rants today. <laughs> it's not, it's truly not a rant for the sake of having a rant. And please know, I am really just sharing with you what is on my heart and what has been coming up lately, always first and foremost in my own life. Okay, so if you're brand new, welcome. What a what a podcast episode to walk into for your first time. But I am a Catholic wife and mom of three boys, and I have, have been a personal trainer for many years. I have been a group fitness instructor for many years. And while all of this is not new to me, and some of you listening, this might be newer too, you might be just getting into a healthy lifestyle, that is currently not me. However, it always feels new because this season is always new. So believe me when I say I fall into this category of the whining and woe is me and all the things that we're going to talk about today so often. And it's like, I can still see it from the outside. I'm like, man, Brittany, like shake yourself off. You would have told anyone else this five years ago. And somewhere in the trenches, I feel like it's just easy to start getting sucked into negativity and um, not sucked in by other people because we're going to talk about that, um, taking ownership of it, but just like by maybe what the culture tells us or maybe very real things that are bringing us down, weighing us down. And it's easy to just become negative and look at things as like, oh, why do I have to do this? Oh, this. So we're going to talk about this today and how to combat this because that's helping no one. Okay, as I told you in the title, whining burns zero calories. It's not productive. It doesn't ever make you feel better. I know some people will say like, well, I'm just venting and then I feel better when I vent. I beg to differ on many of these like little adages, especially in my own life. I know that once I, if I vent, but there's no solution, when I think venting can be productive is if you truly need somebody to listen and then help you strategize a solution or come up with a solution because that is when it actually turns into like something tangible you can move forward with. If you're just venting out the problem and there's no solution to the problem, it's like, okay, well, and here we are. It's still there. You still, you know, you're going to be stuck in the same spot in a week or two weeks or the next day if something doesn't change, right? Nothing changes if nothing changes. So, Let's just hop into it. I often hear these things being said. I also often think these things myself. You're busy. You're tired. You wish you had access to a gym. You wish you had more money for home equipment. You wish you could have a second to yourself to prep food. You wish everyone would just eat what you make and stop complaining. You wish your husband worked less hours or baby was more supportive or something in your health and fitness journey. You wish you could lose fat without having to try. You're just sick of trying. You're not seeing progress. The list can go on and on. And raise your hand if any of those apply to you right now. And I'm sure at least one applies to me right now, even so, even talking about trying to frame things to positive light. So your perspective is everything. You know, this is not a new idea, but some of us need to hear it and hear it often. I know I need to hear it often. That's the thing. It's like, oh man, still, I forgot that. I need to go back to that. It's that glass half full or glass half empty thing, but your thoughts, what you're dwelling on, the way that you're thinking shapes everything else. Like you can go through your day 
and to you have a terrible, like have what was a terrible day and to somebody else, it could have been a great day. And literally your perspective and your attitude, most importantly, is what's going to make it a great day or make it a terrible day. And that's something I'll tell my son right now, my oldest son, like the day is the day, like your attitude determines what kind of a day you're going to have. Because there's, there is a lot we can't control. Because you could listen to this and be like, that's not true, Brittany. Like if my car doesn't break down and my kids do all nap and life goes according to plan, I'm going to have a great day. Maybe, maybe you need the perfect scenario, but we're not ever going to get the perfect scenario. You might have one-off days like that, which are awesome. And like, yes, when those naps line up, it's like, hallelujah. However, that's usually not life. Like life ebbs and flows. Life throws us curveballs and sickness and all kinds of things that we don't plan for, don't want in there. And how we react to it, our personal attitudes, our personal actions are what make the difference. And like I said, our thoughts become our actions. If we're going to immediately go to the negative, that's going to play out in how we respond to things. So what I encourage you to do today, and I'm talking to myself, is to take ownership of what you can control. Because in that little intro of the litany of wines, the litany of woes that I read to you, some of these factors might still be the resounding factors. Like there are some things you just cannot change. If you don't have the ability to go work out at a gym outside the home, that might not change from you going through the the little bullet points I'm going to talk about. That might just be a factor that has to stay the way that it is. So what are you going to do with that? What can you control? Take ownership of what you can control. So if you, if going to the gym is out, okay, well, now I've accepted that as like a, as a truth that is not changing right now. Now, what can we do? That is the attitude you need to have is now what can we do? And then framing it in a positive way. Um, and that one directly applies to me right now because that is not the season for me to go to a gym, which is my preferred way to work out. But that's not going to happen. So what can we do? I can work out from home. I can make it work. Um, same with any of these other ones. You might, you know, wish, yes, in a perfect world, I can prep my food in a beautiful kitchen with a huge island and my kids aren't talking to me while I'm trying to do it. And I can play the music I like. Okay, great vision that might happen to you like once a year when your husband's out with kids and you get to do that. However, like what's the next, what's the next best thing? How can you make prepping food something that you're actually going to do, something that's enjoyable and something that just gets done to, to, even if, if you can't make it enjoyable, you can't find a way to make it fun. Like just see the benefit of doing it and get it done, like brushing your teeth. Okay. So first and foremost, take ownership of what you can control because there still is so much within your control. I guarantee you some bullet points to think about Number one, what can you do in this season? So you might be listing out a bunch of things you can't do. Like, well, I can't go for walks anymore because now I have one riding a bike or one doesn't want to come or whatever. Like something that worked before isn't working. Or maybe you did used to go to the gym and now you can't or whatever it is. Okay, let go of that. You can't do that right now. That is a truth you can't change. What can you do in this season? Stop whining about the things you can't do. What can you do? What? How can you productively and proactively move forward? This looks so different for everybody. I have clients that were in seasons of being having to work out at home for a long time, 
And, and I'm not knocking that. Like if you love working at home, awesome for you. That's great. Like that, that's ideal because it's no commute. Once you invest in the equipment, you're not outputting more money each month. Like you don't have a bunch of other people to deal with. So I get there's total pros. Like many people prefer that. But just using that as an example, I have a client who prefers working out at the gym and couldn't for many years. And then all of a sudden her oldest was about 12 and she's like, oh, I can start going to the gym again because I, you know, I can leave them with my oldest when I go in the morning. Like that's awesome. Her season change. What can you do in this season? Maybe this is not, and here's me. This is not the season of me making five course meals every night or amazing meals every night. And I love to cook and I love time alone in the kitchen. And my ideal would be, oh, if my husband could come home and play with the kids for like a half hour to an hour and I could turn on music and get some me time in the kitchen and like pour sparkling water and make dinner. Like, yeah, that sounds like an absolute fantasy to me, but not going to happen right now. What is the reality? My husband walks in two minutes before we're about to eat dinner and then we're on to baths and whatever else for the night because he is working long hours. So that's just not what's happening. I'm making dinner with three kids around one pulling up on my knees as he's trying to stand, the other one, two years old, trying to stir whatever I'm doing. Like, that's my reality. So what can I do in this season? Can I make one dinner a week, like really focused with them where they all get to pitch in? And then the other days I say, okay, mom's doing dinner tonight. Or can I just eliminate that one or two nights a week and go with a crock pot meal or something I'm throwing in the oven? So dinner's just cooking itself while we are playing together. Like what can I do in the season? Okay. Number two, where can you shave off wasted time? And this goes so far into, again, looking into your schedule and stop whining about the things that you can't change or that are right now your sticking points. What can you do to enhance this? Because for many women, one of the biggest obstacles is lack of time. And it's not lack of time. It's lack of preparation, lack of time management, lack of uh, proper scheduling, whatever. And I'm seeing this so much in my own life and that's why I'm sharing it with you. And again, you more seasoned moms listening are like, yep, absolutely. Like I had to get better routines down, especially as the amount of children grew. And that's where I, I am, where it's like, okay, what I was doing with one is not working because now I have to multiply that by two kids and whatever, that didn't multiply. But you know what I mean? Two more kids are in the mix now. And like any... Time is just precious, right? And time is precious to all of us. It should be. So where can you shave off wasted time so that you can, because right now if you're saying I am too busy to work out, I don't, or I just don't have time. That's what I was here. I don't have time to work out. Okay. Where can you shave off some wasted time in your day? Look through it because there's definitely wasted time somewhere. And I'm not just talking about perusing social media, which is still probably in your, um, wheelhouse somewhere. There's probably some moments dedicated if you go up and look at your screen time usage and it breaks it down into what category for you. So you can't say, oh, I was just checking my email. You know, even that, segueing into that, where can you shave off wasted time? I have talked about this on my cleaning routines and those kinds of podcast episodes because I've noticed I was feeling busy a lot, but I wasn't being effective. I was like doing laundry every day, but I was just doing one load of laundry every day And I was wasting a lot of time going up and down to the basement, then folding it, putting it away in everyone's rooms where I was doing all of that for one load of laundry, where I was like, actually, it's a lot more effective for me at this stage of the game to do laundry every other day, do a couple loads at a time. So when I'm folding, I'm just folding all of them. 
and then I'm putting them all away once. It's just batching, right? Why you need to batch. I do. I, there's definitely some podcast episodes on that kind of thing. So where can you shave off wasted time like that so that instead, maybe now literally you're doing some chores every day that you can make a couple times a week instead, and then that other time can go into the workouts. Um, number three, what is the easiest way for you to get this done? So whatever you're thinking about, if it's your workouts, what is the easiest way for you to get this done? There's nothing wrong with making it simple for yourself. That's great. That's awesome. Instead of whining about, again, what we can't control or what our ideal is that we can't do, what can you do and what's the easiest way to do it? Okay, maybe you would like to do five hour long workouts a week. Yeah, like who, uh, and some of you listening are like, I definitely wouldn't. But like if I, you could tell me that I could go to a gym and take a spin class like three times a week with a, a bunch of people and lights and music, like I would love that. That that does sound great to me. That sounds awesome. However, not happening right now, not in my wheelhouse. So what can I do and what's the easiest way for me to get something done? If I value movement, I value working out, What's the easiest way for me to get it in? Is it currently, and this is something really for you to think about, because like when I have one-on-one clients, this is something we talk about and think about, is it easiest for you right now to just be able to throw out a video and do like a 20-minute video because then you don't have to think about it? It's just press play and go. Or is that difficult because then you have to make sure that if you're working out around the kids, you have access like you have the tv or you have your computer or you have your phone somewhere you can see it and you like are trying to follow the video but they're talking to you like so what's the easiest way for you to get it done um is it to just have a couple exercises that are very basic and routine that you can memorize that you just have on like a post-it or a pdf printed out in the kitchen so like while they're sitting doing something you're getting your workout in that that's you know my current season I'm not getting a video done with the kids. So those who are doing like my full videos workouts, like in the Chasing Greatness group or pregnancy or postpartum, some of them are actually a lot of women who are in the pregnancy program share that they do the pregnancy workout videos while their other kids are up, but they just kind of like watch part of the video and then usually get bored and go away and play on their own. So again, if that works, awesome. Like what is the easiest way for you to get this done? For me, my kids are in the too much like, why? What are they doing? What's that working face? Like, so I just have to talk the whole time if we're doing a video and I do not love doing that. So instead, it's easier for me to just put the TRX in the kitchen, bring a kettlebell up, bring some bands up. And while they're seated doing Legos or doing something for me to just be doing my exercises. And then when they ask me questions, I say after the set, Um, or if they're working out with me, because they'll hop in then and do it. And I'll say, after my set, your turn. And that's, you know, they're learning as well. Like life does not revolve around them. And I'm not just going to jump every time they say jump. So figure that out for you. What is the easiest way? I'm not saying like most convenient or best, but like the way that it's actually going to get done. And for a lot of you listening, the unfortunate answer is going to be that you have to do it first thing in the morning. And that might be something you've been battling. And I hear that all the time. Like, I just can't do it in the morning and I just snooze it. So I snooze my alarm. So I just can't get my workouts in. Okay, if you really truly have no other time to do it that day, which I would argue you could still probably do it before you go to bed, but I understand that it might make you keyed up or something. If you really can't get it in anywhere else, because I'm here, I raised my hand, I've done that. Like I've snoozed the alarm and then had to do it at a different point during the day. But if there is no different point that you can possibly work it in, then the unfortunate reality is morning is the only time you can do it. And 
that's where, again, whining burns zero calories. It's like suck it up and do it. And I have been in this season because I have been in where I was training clients from 5.15. Actually, literally my first client two days a week started at 4.45 a.m. So I started physically training outside of my home, like at a gym at 4.45 a.m. And then it was like train a couple clients, go teach all day, middle school, drive to the gym, train clients till like typically 8, 8.30 at night. So if I wanted to get my workout in, it was 4.15 before that first client. And if I overslept and I didn't make that or whatever, then I couldn't work out later. And that's just how it was. And sometimes you got to understand that. So what is the easiest way for you to get it done? Not that you like, not the most preferable, optimal situation. What's the easiest way to get it done? Maybe food-wise, if you are like me again, and it's like you would love to make these big dinners, but it just becomes stressful and stuff. Okay. What's the easiest way to get it done? Is the crock pot going to help you out? Is the Instapot going to help you out? Is throwing food on the grill and letting the kids play outside going to help you out? Is grabbing rotisserie chicken and just making really simple throw together like staple meals, like just, you know, grabbing the chicken, grabbing a salad kit, grabbing some sweet potatoes as your side or whatever. Maybe for you too, like this is a little bit more of a cost, but maybe that's what's getting in your way is more of the prep, maybe a meal prep service, not one like Blue Apron or whatever, where you have to actually make the meals, but one where you literally go just pick up your meals. You know, if you're constantly, this this correlates very well with, I did an episode on identifying your pain points. If you're constantly running up against the same problem, like, okay, you never eat a proper lunch. Breakfast you're great at, dinner you do because it's with the family, but you are always just like kind of working through lunch, like again, totally relate, but you're, you make something for your kids, but you don't make it for you. And like all of a sudden you're just picking, picking, picking until it's dinner time. Could you possibly take some of that grocery budget and do a meal prep service to just order yourself five lunches for the week that you go pick up at the start of the week and you have lunches made for yourself for every day? You know, it's probably still cheaper than eating out. Maybe you can make that work in your grocery budget. And now you've just taken away one of your problems. Plus, like being proactive about your health typically is more cost effective than being reactive because you getting to, if you are currently overweight or obese, you getting to a healthier weight is going to pay out in dividends versus having to go on high cholesterol medication or go for like diabetes, nutrition counseling, like all that kind of stuff. So our health is always a great investment, but again, I'm with you on it has to have its limits, right? There are plenty of things that I have to give up for the sake of the family budget. Okay, so my parting words to you, <laughs> please take know that I'm saying all of this in love and to help you, and I want to watch you succeed so, so often. I'm just hearing, how can I stay motivated? What do I do when I have to pick myself up and keep moving forward? Like, how do I get a positive mindset? Surround yourself with good examples. Surround yourself with positivity. Read books that inspire you to be positive. Listen to people that inspire you to be positive. Stop complaining. Stop whining. Make the changes you want to make. Stop blaming everyone else. It's not everyone else's fault that you can't lose fat. That's a lie we tell ourselves, and I have also been the one to do that. Well, if I could just work out every day without these kids all over the place, then Yes, I'd lose the baby weight faster too and like da-da-da-da. Okay, no one's coming in to watch my kids for me to work out every day. So what can I do? What can I do? 
in this season. Can I incorporate, like this is again with the personal questions you need to ask yourself, but there's always a way. There, there's so many, like what we'd say corny phrases go along with this, where there's a will, there's a way and whatever. But it's it really is true. If you want something, you can make it happen. And we default to excuses when we don't want to find the silver lining here. But truly, I want you to think about this too. Look, think about the people that you enjoy being around. It's not the people that whine and complain. Think about, there are so many studies about people who see the good in things or don't complain, like actually live longer. It's pretty clear that they lead happier lives and it's easy to get sucked into negativity and complaining, but really it does nothing for us and it doesn't make us feel better. Like I said, with the venting, I, if I vent something out to my husband or to a friend and I don't come up with a solution at the end or they don't help me come up with a solution, I don't feel better. I feel like, okay, great. I just wallowed in my sorrows and I have nowhere to go with this. So there's another way, like we can choose to live another way. And I hope that we can inspire each other to continue to choose what I consider the better way and more life to the fullest in our perspective and our attitudes. All right. Uh, Don't forget to submit your review for the podcast review giveaway. I'll be announcing the winner on the 28th on the podcast. I appreciate your you taking the time to do so. And I look forward to our next time together. Until then, have a great rest of your day. 